Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Friday, Saturday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is a day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Another day for you to look in the mirror and reflect on where you've been and where you're going next. A day and an opportunity for you to reflect on how amazing your reflection looks, to love what you see in that mirror, and to love who you are in that mirror, to recognize you, your life, where you are now, and where you want to be next. Today is that day. Even tomorrow is that day too. You have the ability to put yourself and do whatever you want to do with it. It's up to you to achieve these goals, to conquer these difficult things, and to get through the negativity. I dare you. I want to inspire you. And I want you to see that, yes, you can change your mind. Yes, you can get highlights in your hair. Yes, you can decide you want to change your style. Yes, you can decide you want to read a new book, pick up a new hobby, travel, change your career, change your major at school, move out of your parents' house, find a new apartment, buy a house, adopt kids, have kids, get over bad news. And yes, you can decide to change your life. You can do any of those things. Not only can you just decide to say, yes, you can. You can also decide to say to yourself, I'm never going to give up. And you know why you're saying to yourself, I'm never going to give up? Because when you never give up, you get through difficulty. When you never give up, you persevere through bad times and you get back to the good times. When something's negative, that doesn't mean you won't get back to the positive. That's just an experience and a circumstance that is probably temporary. And you have to get through that to get to the other side. I almost let myself get caught up in negativity from prior experiences, letting that take over my reality. And you can't do that to yourself. People you love are going to die. Like things you thought were going to go away are going to go the opposite. Like plans that you made might not happen the way you wanted them to, but you can't give up regardless of something being not the way you want it to. You still have to persevere through the difficulty and you still have to understand the importance of that. So just like John Cena says when he walks on the stage of WWE, never give up. It's something that we have to live with. It's a saying that we need to say to ourselves in the most difficult times and even the most easiest times. <clears throat> when a doctor tells you good news. In the back of your consciousness, you need to be saying to yourself in your mind, this is why you never give up, right? This is why you never give up. When you get approved to buy your first house or approved for that apartment that you wanted or approved for that car that you desperately wanted to get or you walk into a hair shop and you get the style you actually wanted. Never give up on yourself, regardless of how bad something is. Always be able to see the good and the badness and always be able to persevere to the other side. The best part of the story is not in the middle at the beginning of the movie. It's at the end before the credits start rolling. And if we're going to make it through to the through the difficulty, we have to get to the end as well. Moving on from the never give up is the why not today because indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to help you with anything. I say it every day. If the dishwasher is not working, you need to get somebody to help you fix the dishwasher. If you've got errands to run, well, figure out what day you're going to run those errands because they're not going to run themselves. You got to wash clothes. You need to clean. You need to meal prep. You need to read that book that you're trying to get through because you're in that book club. You need to go to the gym because you're trying to be healthy. And you need to drink all that water because you know you need to pee all day to clean out your system. Right. 
why not today is not putting your life on the back burner. If you wait too long to make a doctor's appointment, you might not get a doctor's appointment. I got to wait to April to go to the damn primary care physician because I took too long to make my appointment. Now I got to wait. I had to wait to February to go to the dentist. Do not put your life on the back burner assuming you have time because that's the one thing we can't buy and that's the one thing that you do not have available. Why not today is a mantra so you can live your life today instead of waiting for tomorrow. We might not be here tomorrow. We don't know if we're controlled by aliens or not. We really need to take that into consideration. Moving on from the main part of the conversation, let's get to our favorite part of the conversation, which is no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Today is January 6th, and it feels weird because it's a Saturday. I really didn't look at much uh, news I mean, Fox News was on one of the other rooms here, but I didn't really look at it, right? January 6th was a scam. I'm just going to start the conversation off by saying that. Currently, right now, there's protests being done about pro-Palestinian people that are in support of Hamas and what they did on October 7th of 23. They tried to do a um, a wiping of Jewish people in Israel, right? They they they're trying to make them extinct, basically, just like what was done originally. But. Today is the anniversary of a date and time where Americans decided that they wanted to question the government. So they went to their house to ask questions and they were welcomed and the doors were opened and the Democratic staff acted like bitches. AOC went into another politician's office and was crying on an Instagram video thinking that she wasn't going to live and she wasn't going to maybe become a mother. It's been years since that happened and she's not pregnant yet and I don't see her kids so I'm still wondering how the fuck that works. And um, nothing happened to Nancy Pelosi. I really don't tell her if somebody peed on her desk. They should probably do a lot more on her desk, honestly, because she's not a help to anybody in politics, right? Nothing happened to those people and they know it. None of those people did anything. But now they're using January 6th as an excuse for them to attack Donald Trump and say he's an insurrectionist, but he hasn't been charged with insurrection. Not one of those people who's been locked up and jailed and sentenced has been charged with insurrection. The idiot that's chasing him around right now, that's Biden's donkey, has not charged him with that. January 6th is an excuse for them to continuously attack Trump because they know they're not going to win in 2025 because there's no way in hell anybody with eyes and ears is going to vote for Joe Biden as president. Black people aren't going to vote for him. Spanish people aren't going to vote for him. Chinese people aren't going to vote for him. And everybody that loves Trump that's white isn't going to vote for him either. Whether you're a suburban mom that lives in Texas or a suburban mom that lives in upstate New York where your children are surrounded by a bunch of fucking corrupted, crooked, insane people. You understand how
how much it costs to go grocery shopping. You understand how much gas costs. You understand how much it costs to buy a house right now. The interest rates are still at a ridiculous amount. 6% is too high. These numbers are crazy. You understand this though, right? You do. Are we really sitting here pretending like January 6th made such a difference? Did it really? If there's people outside protesting about East Palestine or Palestine or Gaza or River to the Sea, uh, Palestine will be free trying to get rid of Jewish people because they're obsessed with that. And the United States of America is funding Iran and no one's joining the army and American troops are being attacked in other countries and no one's sounding the alarm on reality. And we have some buffoon who doesn't know left from right, up from down, yesterday from today, or ice cream from pudding, right? His wife had to remind him to say ice cream is one of his favorite foods on a conversation for New Year's. And why was Ryan Seacrest talking to the president? Tell me you can see that January 6th does not matter. The only thing that happened on that date was Ashley Babbitt got murdered for nothing. And the person that did it, nothing's happening to them. They put placements from the FBI in the area. And there's a lot of questions that haven't been answered. Quite frankly, January 6th is a distraction where they want to talk about that instead of reality. Let's talk about the goddamn border. Let's talk about these shitty policies and these dumbass states that are called democratic states that don't work. Let's talk about the fact that you should stop allowing all these illegal people to come into our country that aren't doing anything to help our country or us or anything. Let's talk about that. Why are you giving people social services that don't deserve it. Why are we giving social services to criminals that committed felonies? They get to come out of jail and they get all these things given to them. Shouldn't they be earning stuff? How the fuck does that work? Why aren't we asking more questions? January 6th is just another date where nothing basically happened. Because you know what they did on that date? And I've said it multiple times here, multiple days, multiple nights, multiple times in this podcast. They still had to finish the conversation by moving everything from Trump and Pence to Biden. And that still happened. Pence didn't stop anything. He never was going to. And at no point did Donald Trump say for those people to do anything that they claimed he did. We saw the videotapes on Tucker Carlson. We saw all the stuff that actually happened. They opened the fucking doors. Now, I could have guessed that before it happened. It sounded rinky-dinky to me, but here we are again. My God, how desperate these people are. Honestly, I don't want to spend any more time talking about January 6th outside of laughing. It's just another day and nothing's happening today. And these morons are looking for another way to call out Donald Trump. And they're hoping and praying that the Trump supporters and Make America Great people are going to do something stupid like react to them or do things unordinary or cause a fuss or something so they can use that against us. And the only thing you can do is point to the left. 
because you motherfuckers elected somebody who's got dementia and Alzheimer's and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. The man needed help bringing up ice cream into a conversation from his wife that's not a doctor. These motherfuckers are lying to our faces. They've been scheming and taking the money off of our backs forever. And this country wasn't created for that. I want you to seriously take a look at the Constitution of the United States of America and tell me what the fuck was wrong with January 6th when you got these Hamas supporters outside trying to ruin the lighting of the Christmas tree in New York and tell us that we can't celebrate Christmas in Israel. Okay? That's what the fuck is happening here. So I don't care about January 6th. I didn't care about it when it happened. And I really don't give a fuck about it now. Just saying. There's that. Moving on from the fact that January 6th was a joke, the House and Debate Building belongs to the people, not them. And that's the entire point about January 6th. January 6th shouldn't be something where people are like, the United States almost got taken over. Really, no, it didn't get taken over. The people came to the House and they wanted a conversation. That's what the fuck happened. And you just didn't like the conversation because you don't want any of the conversations to be about you getting called the fuck out for the fact that your policies suck. Uh, anything that you try to implement into the government of America from the Democratic progressive side is horrible. It has horrible side effects and it doesn't work. It's just, it doesn't work. AOC is a dumb idiot. Of course she is. And I used her as an example on my bashing of January 6th where she did a live video crying, talking about her livelihood and her life, saying that she needed to go be in a room with Katie Porter because Katie Porter was a mom and she knew how to handle stuff. Bitch, please. Right? Even now, when she talks, is anybody listening? They only give her a microphone because she's good at social media. But is she really good at social media? Question mark. I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, I mean, just she's a dumb bitch. She just says stupid things. The people that show up to when she has conversations... It's hilarious watching her fail. And anytime I get an opportunity to watch her say something stupid or ask a dumb question or fuck up on an answer, I'm 100% willing to sit there and laugh at her dumb ass because her prestigious institution that she went to didn't help her with a job. She had to find a job off of the dole of the middle American worker because she can't figure out anything else outside of that. How did she go to a prestigious institution and become a fucking bartender? She didn't need to spend money on college to do that. And I don't think I'm affecting any bartender by saying that, right? If you're going to work in the service industry, which a lot of people do, and I thank the bartenders that, you know, spend the time and the effort that they put into being a bar manager or, or running, live, working in that industry because it's very tiring and, you know, you're up to a very late time and there's a lot of work that goes into that. And I, I appreciate those that really understand that bar life industry but she failed at that she's an idiot and we need to call the bitch out she has a hundred seventy thousand dollar tesla that she didn't spend her money to buy she wore that big ass dress the other year when she went to that gala that she shouldn't have fucking been at and she talks a lot of shit and she can't back any of it up she's just like gavin newsom in California they're all full of shit and we need to call them out and I'm not gonna lie about it she's a dumb idiot idiot they love calling 
us names and insulting us, calling me a Nazi, saying I'm against America because I like Trump, saying there's something wrong with me because I'm a Christian conservative woman and insulting me because I don't want to discriminate against white people because I'm calling out the truth about segregation because I'm unwilling to fall victim to the media and their lies about African Americans and the history of Africa. Let me tell you right here before we get to Black History Month, which is in February, the only reason they were slaves is because Africans sold their people to the fucking people that wanted slaves. That's what the fuck happened. They gave them like diamonds and a bunch of other crap and they took it for the people that they gave to them on the ships. That's what happened. Do your research and look in history. Do you actually think it was an accident that those people got the ability to get people from tribes? Do you understand the history of Africa? Do you really understand the history of Africa? Tell me you've done research, because if you did any research, if you actually spent the time to look into this or you took a college course, which I did, I took African American African history. And I'm telling you, you don't know the half of it. Al Sharpton Jackson, a lot of these people that were supposedly on the side of black people weren't. You know what else isn't on the side of black people? Weed, marijuana, cocaine, all these drugs, liquor, fentanyl. None of this is on the side of black people who they want to incarcerate incarcerate in jail. They want to split up the family. They want black women to be on the dole in the titty of the government getting free ham and spam in a can and free everything. They don't want anybody working for anything and living a good life. They want you desperate seeking help from the government with food stamps and free living and they want you hooked to it they don't want you trying to achieve anything to accomplish a goddamn thing so they want to call you names to your face and tell you everything you're not good at they only want to insult you and call you a name because they're scared of you and i'm not scared of them and neither should you be i have busted my ass to be where i am in my life right now and no one gave me anything I got where I got by persevering through the difficulty, understanding the light at the end of the tunnel. And I finally can see that light and the government isn't going to stop me from what the fuck I'm trying to do. See, when I have children, I'm not having kids the way they want you to have kids because they don't have their wives having kids at fucking 18 years old. They don't do the shit that they want you to do. Right. Smart people do not have children until they're ready. Because it's not fair. That's just one example of what the fuck I'm talking about. They want you to get public housing. Why would you ever want public housing? Why would you want to be attached to something that's going to tell you where to live, how to live, and what you could do? Why would you ever want that? We need a disconnection from the government in America because the government has too much power and they can call me whatever name they want and they can insult me and they can insult Fox News, Tucker Carlson, they can insult Dan Bongino and they can insult my talking point because I call them out and I don't care, but I'm still right. These people are grifters and they're liars and the worst part of it is the black people that do it. The worst part of it 
is any minority that does it because the minorities are claiming they're victims and they want to talk about the lgbtq plus and the blm wants to side with the lgbtq b2q i don't know what the fuck it is a thing and they all want to side together and now it's trans for hamas trans isn't going to last in hamas they're going to kill you you're a bunch of fucking idiots that's the entire point they're idiots finally Breaking the law has no consequences. As long as you keep it under $1,000 in California, you won't go to jail. If you break open a private store, you'll likely get away with it. And even if you leave all the destruction behind for the store owners to have to fix everything, it doesn't matter if you ruin the community. That doesn't matter. People's lives don't matter. Nothing matters. The only thing that matters is that we bow down to the villains. And we support bad guys. Gotham has fallen and Batman and Spider-Man and Superman and Wonder Woman have all gone to Florida and they're all on fucking vacation and they're not saving the Democratic blue states for shit. They're in Texas enjoying Dallas Cowboy games and they are not available. So if you're looking for help in Gotham City, the dial tone doesn't work. Beep! It's not ringing. Welcome to your shitty reality. The criminals are in charge and there is nobody that's going to come save you if you live in a democratic state the cops have been defunded and whose smart idea was that not only have the cops been defunded but there is no law and there is no goddamn order either and you can think one person joe biden but especially Obama because Joe Biden isn't running anything Obama is surprise yep moving on from politics because I'm sick of talking about them trying new things it's important to try new things it's important not to get stuck on one thing that might not necessarily be working for you and to try something different. Maybe you want to try a new makeup or maybe you're interested in trying a new book. Maybe instead of just working out at the gym, you want to work out at home too. Like I have a Peloton in the house, so I'm considering as it starts to snow here because I live in New England, you know, some days I'm going to do Peloton and some days I'm going to go to the gym and, you know, I'll go back and forth really. But you have to try new things. You have to surround yourself in different circumstances or do things differently if it's going to make your life better, right? Like you can't constantly renege and look at the past and let that dictate your future. You cannot get caught up in a moment and think that just because something happened at one point, that's going to happen over and over and over. And I almost did that to myself, allowing myself to believe a bad experience was going to conquer everything after that. And it doesn't and it shouldn't. Just because you had a bad experience with an awful person doesn't mean everybody you meet after that person is going to be the same. That just means that that bad person doesn't matter. Try new things. Meet new people. Read new books. Try new recipes. Eat foods you haven't eaten before. Maybe go somewhere or uh, drive down a different road that you haven't been before to see where you end up. Maybe take a different uh, 
mode of transportation. Maybe try the subway instead of just driving in the car. There's so many things that you could do that are new that you haven't tried yet that you should probably look into. Just saying. Can you reuse gift bags? Hell yes, you can reuse gift bags. I don't like the idea that people want to make you feel bad if you want to re-gift something or if you want to reuse reuse a gift bag, if you want to do something a different way. Uh, people are like, you can't gift gift or you can't re-gift a bag. Yes, you can. If you don't know how you reuse the bags, who cares, right? If you don't have time to run to the Dollar Tree or Walmart or Target to get a bag, why would you do that to yourself? And these damn bags are like $3 or something, and they're not worth that much money. So pass for me, man. If I don't have a bag and I really need one, I'll go get one. <clears throat> but if it's like Christmas and I find a bag that hasn't been used, I'm using the one that I, that's just there, and it's there. So there's that. No feeling bad about that. With two-day delivery, do we want to drive to the store? No is my answer. And I had a very interesting conversation during Christmas with family at Christmas. Heather, Doug, Michelle, Danny, Skip, really. We were having one of our famous Christmas conversations as we do every year. And it came to the conversation where we started talking about retail. Only for me to feel gratified in my opinion that retail sucks. Like no one wants to pay you any attention. If you ask any of these people that work in these stores questions, they don't want to talk to you. They're more concerned about their phone or their headphone in their ear or talking to each other. Like if I'm the customer in the store and I'm asking you a question, maybe just answer my question because I'm your consumer and I'm the business. And if I'm not happy and I'm the business, you got a problem. And if there's enough people like me that are dissatisfied with the environment, you're going to close because people are the business. And once you don't understand that, you don't have a business anymore. You always have to put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. And if you're not doing that, you're not doing your job correctly. I just don't think that retail stores can compete with the Death Star called Amazon. Even Target and Walmart have like same day delivery or next day delivery or something. And even that's not comparable with like Target. I'm sorry, with Amazon. On Amazon, you can literally order something the same day and have it delivered in some situations. How useful is that? Like, why, and I'm saying this, and I mean it, why are we living in a situation where why are we living in a situation where we want to pretend like retail is going to be able to keep up with delivery. You got to deal with the traffic. You got to deal with the lines. You got to deal with like all self-checkout. And then if something happens wrong with self-checkout, then you got to wait for somebody to come over and fix it. And then it's just, it's never ending. And there's nobody in these retail stores because nobody wants to go to work. And just the retail environment is stupid. And Heather was saying that when they're in Target and they need like medication or something, they have to wait for somebody with a key to unlock it. 
that's another thing. That's not really a, um, I'm looking for the word. Um, that's not really a comfortable setting that makes me feel like I want to be in these retail environments if half the things in the store are locked up with a key, right? I don't know how prescriptions are going to compete at a CVS, a Walmart, or a Rite Aid with Amazon where you can just get it delivered directly to your house from the doctor and you don't have to go anywhere. Now, I know my husband, Skip, said that, do you really want to rely on Amazon drivers? Well, if their only responsibility is to deliver my stuff and I don't really have to talk to them and they'll just deliver it, um, I'm going to go with yes. Like, yes is my answer. And I'm going to stick with that. I think retail's doomed. Um, Zulily was the next one that died. uh, And they were online and they still died. So, mm. I don't know what's next, but they're going to go one by one. And I think we should just have fun, watch them go out of business. These big-ass conglomerate stores that think they're going to get people to walk in them don't understand that you could get love sack and have shit delivered directly to your house and you don't have to go anywhere right they don't understand that like you could have beds delivered directly to your house you don't have to go to a furniture store and sleep on a bed you could just do casper or purple get it delivered directly to your house and you don't have to go anywhere Now, I'm not saying I don't like going shopping and I don't like going to the stores, but as a person that is extremely busy and I work more than 40 hours a week, I'm very tired at the end of the week. And if I can't avoid going to places all the time, I don't want to. I will say that. I think retail's doomed. And I keep bringing that up in a conversation because at some point it's not going to be here anymore. And I just want to prepare you for that. The cost of living continues to rise. But the cost of your salary isn't going up along with it. And we are all experiencing check to check, reality with reality every day, thanks to the crappy government. Investing in your future means that you actually need to have a decent 401k. You need to figure out like what you can get in the stock market. Uh, You need to be uh, thinking about an IRA once you get to the age that you can be to have that. And you also need to just save, right? Whenever you don't need something, put put money in your savings account. Even if it doesn't have an interest rate and you're not getting funds on it, you need to find yourself a good financial advisor and you need to find somebody that understands that world very easily and can get you exactly where you want to be. Let your retirement and let your investments work for you. Create a portfolio that rewards you for your investment. That's what you really should be focused on, honestly. Fighting the odds means you keep fighting even if something is working against you. Means you keep trying to see the light even if the light is dim, right? If you're the light against the darkness, you have to persevere through the darkness. And then you have to radiate your light within the darkness so the darkness doesn't exist anymore and it disappears. Life is going to be hard. Things aren't always going to be easy. Some things are going to work while other things are going to fail. And people are going to doubt you and tell you all these things that you can't do. And you just got to smile back at them and say, but I did. Right. And just keep moving. If a situation is not working for you, if you don't feel like you belong at something, maybe it's time for you to go. Right. Defeating the odds means walking away, means not giving a flying fuck. And it also means moving on very fast, like pass. That's what it means. Fighting the odds means you don't care what people are saying. 
You don't care what people are feeling. You're focused and that's it. You are great. And you need to hear that more. You need to that needs to resonate more in your mind and you need to be looking in the mirror and you need to say to yourself, "I am great. I am awesome. I am talented and I am cool. I am me. I am me. I am me." And you need to love your re- reflection. Love who you are. You might feel like you're broken into a million pieces, but you're not just a million pieces. You're my a million pieces. Us together, we're going to change the world, the galaxy, and all of it. We are the light and the darkness. And we will do great things together. Moving into watching things. The last season of After Party was epic. Oh my God. I laughed my ass off every episode. It was so good. I love Tiffany Haddish. It was just ridiculous. Like, she's fucking hilarious. The storyline was hilarious. It took place in a great setting. It was just full of everything I wanted. And I want more. And I loved it. And I hope they come out with a new season, too, because I want to see it. It was extraordinary. We watched it in, like, two days, and it was definitely worth that. If you haven't seen it yet, hopefully you'll see it now. Start from season one and go directly into season two. Or if you already started season one, it's time for you to start up number two. Ready for the Christmas movies to end? Well, they ended. Thank God. I don't know how many Christmas movies I watched. Probably all of them. I've probably seen them all more than once. Now, I like Christmas movies. But, like, at this point, what date is it? It's January 6th. Yes, yeah, it's, it's time for us to put that stuff away. Take down the lights. Get rid of the Christmas tree. And no more deck the halls until next October. Well, the day after it. November 1st. They start playing Christmas movies on Hallmark the second week of October. And it doesn't end till the second or first week of January. That's a long time to have Christmas movies on. Uh, But it is enjoyable in some ways, but in other ways it's also annoying. But Christmas is over, so no more Christmas movies for a while. Hulu still has Home Alone on there, and National Lampoons is still there too. Who's ready for fight night? So, SmackDown. Roman Reigns is now in trouble because there was a three-way fight between Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, and... What's his name? What is his name? Uh... I'm trying to think of his name. I'm trying to think of his name. And my brain is right thin. Any other dude that... um, Jimmy Hurt. Well, Roman Reigns decided to interrupt their their three-way fight that they were having the other night. And instead, he got a surprise from Nick. Where he has to do a three tag. So he has to fight all four of them at the new, all three of them at the new um, event that's about to happen soon. And I think that he deserves to get his title reneged. 
Is there a possibility that we could just take away his title because he doesn't deserve it? Because he doesn't fight anybody. So I don't understand how he could be a champion if he doesn't actually fight anybody. I still don't get that. Um, on AEW, the the champions, they fight even with really horrible injuries. Like um, the Dragon had to have like eye surgery. And he's fighting with like an, an eye patch, right? Um, Mac... MJF fought with like a broken arm in a sling and he lost, but he still fought like Orange Cassidy has really fought in really horrible situations like in pain and shit, but they still get out there to still do it hook too. like I don't understand like WWE like mm, I don't understand that Rome, how Roman Reigns gets away with this shit. It's not okay. I think he needs to be doing far more than he's doing. And I think they need to reconsider getting rid of him and maybe replacing him with MJF. Customer was, I don't know, I haven't watched that. Hoarder House Flippers, that's on uh, um, Hulu, might give that a try. Moving into food. Red Velvet Cake Balls. Have you heard of that before? So basically, you use like cake batter, you make red velvet cake, then you roll it into balls, you put it in the oven anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, you want to make sure they're soft. And you just made yourself cake box. Now, you can top that with, like, frosting or whatever. I think you'd be very surprised and you'd be very happy. Culinary indoor pizza oven. It sounds fun, but where are you putting that inside? <coughs> do you have a big kitchen or do you live in an apartment and you have a small kitchen? Even in some houses, the kitchens aren't that big necessarily. Where do you put that? Like, I'm totally a tool girl when it comes to things in a kitchen. But I don't know where I'd put that in the kitchen. So for me, I'm going to say, nah, no. And I still have a pizza brick. So I think, honestly, if I'm going to do anything with pizza, I'll just use that. Because I've already got that in the uh, in the, uh, the pantry. And it's definitely going to come in use if I'm making pizza from scratch. Perfect chuck roast. So clearly you need to marinate the roast. You want to make sure it's got all the flavors. You want to start that off at an early point in the day. Maybe you're making this on a Saturday or Sunday for dinner. You're going to want to get up early. Make sure you marinate that correctly. Make sure you've got the right pan to cook that in so everything is getting soaked up and utilized the correct way. You're going to want to make sure you side that well with anything from carrots, uh, broccoli, asparagus, um, uh, green beans. Um, Really, this is something that you can mess up very easily so you got to be careful i will look up a recipe on pinterest or pepper and make sure you find one that fits in with what you're really looking for as far as flavor goes chicken enchilada soup pretty simple shredded chicken um bone broth chicken broth heavy cream sour cream cream cheese um diced tomatoes or chopped tomatoes um jalapenos um, a little bit of salsa, mix it together. You really want this to be thick and creamy. Also add in cheese. Make sure you're stirring it correctly so you really get that depth of flavor as well. Moving on from the chicken enchilada soup, which I want to make right now, crab cakes. You can make those from scratch, just crab, um, mayo, spicy mustard, hot sauce. Then you add in your onions and your celery and if you want a little more heat you add in crushed jalapenos 
and some like tomato. Mix that together um, and an egg. Mix that together. Don't forget the crab. Um, then, you know, you want to make little balls and then you can put them in the oven and you can make your own burgers. You can make mini burgers. You can do whatever you want with it. I think you'd be very surprised how flavorful and how great that tastes. You can also top that with cheese. All I can say to that is why not, man? I kind of want to make that right now. Damn, that sounds good. Teriyaki cocktail meatballs. So to make the teriyaki cocktail meatballs, I go pork here. I go... Mm, you're going to want to do ground beef. You're going to want to do uh, spicy sausage. You're going to want to do a little bit of some sort of... I'm trying to think what else. Let's just go with that for now. Then you're going to want to add in an egg. You're going to want to add in breadcrumbs. You're going to want to add in hot sauce. You're going to mix that together. You're going to make a meatball. You're going to put the meatballs in the oven. Let them cook a little bit. Then you're going to, before they complete, then this is where you're going to add the salsa sauce. The teriyaki sauce, which you're going to mix. The teriyaki sauce with sweet and sour sauce. And you're going to mix the hot sauce. You're going to mix that all together. You also might want to put that in a blender to make sure that it's really got the texture and taste. You might actually want to add some ketchup into that as well. You're going to top the meatballs with that, put that back in the oven, let that cook off for about 10 to 12 minutes. Take it out. You can side that with mashed potatoes or whatever side you want. My friends, does that not sound good? It is the end of this Friday, Saturday podcast. Thank you for tuning into Born to Be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. January 6th was a joke. Let's make some teriyaki meatballs and let's watch some apple. Don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. Life is but a dream if you make it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And yes, you can is the mantra of the story. We are stars. We are light in the darkness and we are going to radiate our light not only on this planet, but all of the galaxies, we are going to change everything. Because one thing they can't stop is the light. And guess what? In the darkness, you're my light. And I hope in the darkness, I'm your light. We are going to change everything together. I'll see you same place, same time, Monday. Don't forget your star the way you are. I'll see you later, guys.